Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. All right, so as always, I'm going to read these reviews. Let's do our best to interact with them and make the people feel heard and loved, because they didn't have to, but they did. All right, our first review for tonight is from Make Love Like War, and the title of the review is Great Balance and Tone, five stars, and they write, This show has great chemistry, and I feel like the characters and the players really, really gel. They definitely ride that really hard to straddle line between comedy and drama. Like knowing when to make a joke, but also like bring things down to have deeper character moments. They do a good job of making you care, which, for a podcast that has a somewhat of a lighter tone, is not necessarily easy to do, but they do a very good job at that. The DM has a really good handle on their world and moves everything along with a really good clip, and allows everyone to shine, which is great. Their fully work, background music, and their mixing is excellent, giving it more of a radio play, which is a very high production quality overall. So that was Make Love Like War. Well, thank you. Yes. The key to um, straddling that line or helping everybody shine is really just making sure everyone's intoxicated heavily. <laughs> That's the opposite of what is true for this table. It's Everyone true. here is super sober compared to all of the other podcasts <laughs> where everybody is rip-roaring drunk. It's, uh, it's, true. It, it's true. We don't actually... Well, we don't that, actually... to be honest, I am always high. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be clear. Everything that's legal in Washington State. Yes, yes, yes that's true. <clears throat> Uh, that is true. It's legal in Washington State, uh, but otherwise we are uh, a very sober crew. No, I think it's just, um, what? What do you think it is? All the time we've spent together yeah, playing. We've, we've played together forever, <laughs> yeah. it feels like, compared to, to some people. We could certainly make guesses as what people are doing. We know when to respect people as right. the character goes on, right? Instead right. of being like, ah! It is. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, that's actually one thing that we've heard a lot about is that we don't have as much crosstalk as mm. other people, and they're always surprised when I say that this is a one-mic-on-the-table podcast. Yeah. Because they're like, you have no, no crosstalk at all. And it's like, well, yeah, because we like, see and respect each other and we know when somebody is going to be making a goof or something. I think we're also really invested in each other's characters. Like, mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see where Baron goes because I have no idea. It changes so often. And I have this. phenomenal charisma. Well, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I think you may have you drank too much right now. I have <laughs> phenomenal charisma, and Zach has a face for radio. <laughs> Those <true>. things together. <laughs> That's what my mom always told me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, uh, Make Love Like War, for the five-star review. We are uh, so glad that you're enjoying listening to us. We're having a lot of fun doing it, and stay tuned for more. Our next review comes from Darth Kiedrick, and the title of this review is Established and Fun. It's another five-star review. They write, Heroes Not Included is a very fun way to feel like you're sitting at the table with the players. There's some great chemistry, and the overall feel of the podcast is right on that border between professional and amateur, with quality that near professional production quality, but retaining the charm and character of a more amateur one. In other words, the podcast sweet spot. Very fun. Cannot recommend it highly enough. That well, production sweet spot. The production sweet spot. Yeah. We don't want to get too professional. That's just weird. Yeah. The trick is actually being an amateur. 
<laughs> well, you know, we're all a bunch of yahoos at the end of the day, so... Uh, That's true. We're faking it until we make it. We pretend like we know what we're doing. I think Zach was in an improv group. It was a dinner theater group, actually. We just like having a lot of fun, and we tried to do uh, the best job that we can in terms of not only playing our characters and enjoying the world, but also just making something fun and enjoyable to listen to. So, yep. Thank you uh, so much, Darth Kidrick, for the five-star review. All right, our third review of the night comes from Ferx Muldar. Ferx Muldar. Yeah, something like that. Sounds like a Star Wars character. Could be. Could be a Star Wars character. Could be a Star Wars character. Like a hi, George Lucas. Uh, Just throwing names out. (laughs) The title of this review is Well Balanced. It's another five-star review. And they write, This podcast is an excellent mix of narrative, gameplay, roleplay, and comedy. The characters are well fleshed out, and the overall format of the show is very engaging. Well done. Yes. Well, thank you. The excellent mix, I think, just happens organically. Organically. Certified. We're certified organic, green. You can listen to us at Whole Foods. No GMOs. No GMOs. No GMOs. So thank you, Frix Moldar. Thank you for the five-star review. And our last review for the evening is by Dawn of Nonsense. Dawn of Nonsense writes a review titled A Joy for the Ears, another five-star review. And they write, Listening to games where everyone is clearly enjoying themselves and the game always makes it a pleasure to listen to. The chemistry of the group can be clearly heard and makes you want to find out what happens with them. Thank you, Dawn of Nonsense. I'm sure there are people sitting at this table currently who would love to find out what happens with them. Yep. Still Uh, not sure. It is a mystery. Unclear. Thank you, Dawn of Nonsense, for the great review. Uh, We'll get to the bottom of this. And please keep listening, and we hope that you enjoy it. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Baron had fixed the rune to his hammer. We won't say what type of rune it is. It's just a rune now. It fixed the rune to the hammer. Face down. Face down to make it uh, not as hurt in other planes. His internal antenna. <laughs> and he boosts the signal when in, in bad areas. We didn't get it provisioned, but, you know, we did, we did the let's get ready to adventure. Uh, and then we went to the Hall of Records and spent many hours getting to the door within taxation and filing the proper forms, which Baron was happy to do. I slept most of the time. And then we crossed over into the gates of Plague Mort, I guess, through the portal. And once we were there, wow, did it look very dilapidated and very destroyed. You could say also chaotic, in a sense. So we went inside and went to the market to attempt to see if anyone's, like, heard of this person or seen them around. The devils, the Cambians, came in and we got a little scared because we seemed to have a hit on us. Uh, as we saw from, you know, those wonderful people in Sigil who attacked us. Heroes Not Included We gotta know what they're up to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that. Hmm? At that moment, 
Okay. From the other it's going to be so pissed. End of the market, a fight breaks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody give me a perception check. 17. 24. Uh, 22. Erock and Aspen, for a brief moment, you see another one of those tusked bounty hunter orthons. Rand. It looks like the tusked things involved in the fight. Mm-mm. We just thought we saw it like starting the fight. Aspen and Erock, you saw it just before it turned invisible. Right. Oh, God. Making its way through the market. I want to true see this place. We should stay hidden. Yeah, at least for a moment. There are a couple things that you can put together. One, this is a town on the verge of being swallowed by the abyss. Mm-hmm. It's overrun with Tanari and all manner of mm-hmm. chaotic creatures. And now, all of a sudden, there are at least, that you can count and have seen, five Batezu yeah, wandering through Plaguemore looking for something. You know, you know that the, first, the, the four Batezu that you saw, the Cambians, are obviously looking for someone and it's not you. Mm-hmm. And you know that the Orthon is looking for someone. That's what they do. They're bounty hunters. Yeah. But you're not sure yet whether it's you or someone else, but that's now five Batezu who've just shown up, and all all of them seem to be the kind that look for something, or yeah. are looking. Erock, give me an insight check, please. Fourteen. Fourteen. Baron, give me an insight check. Eleven. Okay, and finally, Aspen. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Damn! Why do I even roll? <laughs> <laughs> Aspen, as you're thinking about this, you realize the only thing, the only reason that you can think of as to why all these Batezu would be in Plague Mort is that something must have gone wrong. Something must have gone wrong. That you wouldn't send all of these forces to Plague Mort, which is about ready to get swallowed into the abyss. Into the enemy. Like, mm-hmm. into like, enemy territory. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I don't get. Unless. You were after something. Mm-hmm. Something that you wanted. Maybe something that has gone missing. And once it goes to that gate, we'll be missing in a, in a much harder we'll place to find. be far behind enemy lines. We yeah. gotta be quick. We gotta be quick and we gotta find out what they're looking for. Well, let's go ask them. I don't think that's the best way to go about this. Especially no. since we know we have a bounty on our heads from these guys. So well, what do you think they might be looking for, Aspen? Given well, that they're probably looking for the same person that we are. So why we gotta find them? Okay, well, let's tail them then. Okay. Do you guys want to be invisible while you tail them? No. She's probably a much higher target value than us at the moment. At the moment. Yeah, they're, they're probably hoping we just get sucked into the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we head to the temple. Is the temple along the same direction that they're all going? You're not entirely sure where... The temple stayed they... out? Well, remember, it's an abandoned temple. Abandoned. Yeah. So it's somewhere in the city. And they're right now just walking along kind of the main drag that I wasn't sure if it was like filth, filth, filth. Well, mm-hmm. the keep is in the center. Okay. And that's made out of that, that silvered steel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's easy to see. Um, and the main drag kind of leads towards the keep. But you're not sure where exactly that temple is that was spoken of as being abandoned, the Temple of Ogma. It was the doorway into the catacombs. Mm-hmm. We've asked Mark E. Yeah, he's just... No. 
Just laying on the floor. Yeah, he wanted to turn it, try and turn us in. Huh? It's okay. And now he owes us. Because we're not going to punish him for I go, yeah, well, maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> we go, I go over to the box. Yeah. And, uh, well, it looks like a box. Dismiss it. You I see go. someone struggling desperately to try and stand up. I go. Cursing and cussing in a variety of languages. Go, Hi, Marquis. Having trouble, buddy? You will not live to see your home. <laughs> so at the tip of my finger, acid uh-huh. begins to drip just slightly to the right of him. Okay. And I go, I'm not sure about your life at the moment. Would you hate to miss <laughs> your greatest moment going to that great gate up yonder? He says, one way or another, I will find my way. You, however. No, you won't, because I'll I'll bless you. (laughs) I will consecrate you. And there are plenty here who would love to spill your blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that aside, we need to find this abandoned temple. (laughs) Don't care. Been through hell already. This is just intimidating as you fall over yourself constantly trying to. (laughs) I'm not interested in going to. I don't know why you want to go there. Been there. Not super cool, but whatever. I don't care. I need to find this temple, the abandoned temple that's in the city. Where is it at? Tell me now, or you're going to have a problem where you're not going to be very happy. <laughs> I just waited eight hours in the Hall of Records to get to this gosh-forsaken city where I had to stamp papers and answer stupid questions. I am done with this now. Now tell me where the abandoned temple is. He says, Ugh. Fine. But I'll remember this. Well, probably at least up until the you're sucked into oblivion. I mean, like, but, <laughs> but yeah, you remember it. I mean, take it down. Write a note. That's great. Yeah. Remember this face. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It's north and east of here. What's it look like? You know what? Just, just walk us there. How about that? <laughs> For free. I love how Barrett gets me. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> Without payment. <laughs> he says it looks like a desecrated and hollowed out husk of a building. I look around and say, you're going to have to be more specific. Look for the scratched out signs of Agma. Look for the banners of Umberly. There you go. Thanks for your help. And I walk away. <laughs> Towards the northeast. Enjoy that. And then um, <laughs> point at the sky. Yeah, and you notice since you've been here you, that um, the gate is noticeably larger. Oh, man. We're on borrowed time. <laughs> Let's get to this place. So we, yeah, we get a wiggle on trying to find out where this uh, desiccated husk okay. in question might be. As you begin to make your way through the town, you see all manner of evil unfold before your eyes. Things that are far beyond the pale in terms of what could pass as morally acceptable. Cruel, heinous, and evil is everywhere, along with filth and dirt. The only real way to give you a sense of it is is that each of you find yourselves deeply offended and repulsed by the sights that you see, the things that you see unfolding and being carried out around you. The Cambians have begun kind of making their way northeast as well. 
after some time, you do, in fact, come across this, what looks like a burnt-out building. At one time, it might have even been beautiful to behold. Now you see broken structures of iron and stone, twisted and mangled, blackened. And here and there you see where there once was lovely chisel work done with inscriptions. A lot of that has been haphazardly scratched out or chopped out or what have you. Blood stains adorn much of the posts. And in fact, many of the symbols of Umberly are charred into the remains of this temple or scrawled in blood or other liquids that mm. leave much to be desired. Hmm. And in the middle, lying in the very middle of this husk of a building, you see a staircase that descends down. And you see, heading down the staircase, two of these. Frog guys? Yeah, kind We've of... we fought those before, haven't we? Spiky frogged slads! guys. No. They're not slads? No, it's a Herzog, right? Hezru. Yes. You see a couple begin making their way down the steps. The Cambians, you notice, spot them. Uh-huh. And they pick up their pace towards the staircase. Should we follow behind the Cambians? Are we in front of them currently? Like, are they, are they, like... You're actually behind them. They had, no. They arrived at the temple shortly before you did. Okay. Mm. Well, well I guess we gotta go behind them. Make haste. I'm gonna cut them off. How? So now you, you have seen that there are at least five fiends here. Mm-hmm. They all seem to be looking for something. And now you've seen these two Hezru, who you know are usually sent to fetch something. And they all seem to be headed down the stairs. You are back some ways from the devils, obviously since you were following and you didn't want to alert them. As you're watching the devils kind of walk towards this sort of staircase-looking thing that leads down into the catacombs, you hear bells begin to peal across the town of Plaguemort. And immediately you see people begin to run around and you hear some guy run by out on the street screaming, The Archlector is dead! The Archlector is dead! And you see hordes of people beginning to form. And you notice that the gate itself, almost in response to the news, begins to grow even more quickly. You see a building next to it tumble in. It looks like riots are beginning to happen. We gotta make this quick, guys. Yes, we do. So, we are in this large, open, courtyardy type space with a, at the, the uh, stairwell going down at the end. Yeah, kind of imagine a demolished Gothic cathedral. Yeah. Right? Rubble everywhere and all sorts of stuff. And back over the rubble, you can see that there is a staircase that seems to lead down under the rubble. You saw the demons go down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the devils are getting ready to go down there. And while you're watching that back a ways, maybe more towards the entrance of the the property itself, that's when the bells peal, and that's when you hear the guy run by yelling that the arch lector is dead, and you see all of this chaos beginning to unfold. Can you, can you give me a distraction for these devils? A distraction? Before they go down. What do you, like, do, what do you want to, do you want to, like, get rid of them? I want to get in front of them down the stairwell. Oh, you don't want to, like, kill them or anything? Yeah. Just want to distract them. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. 
So I create an illusion in the corner. So if they're walking down, or like getting they're ready to go making down. Making their way towards yeah. the stairs, yeah. It's in the corner behind the stairs. So where they can kind of see it. So I create the image uh, in the corner behind the stairway mm-hmm. of a crouching tiefling. But it is, uh, because it's magical, it's giving off an aurora. An aura, not aurora. <laughs> Too many kids. Maybe so. an aurora aura. <laughs> yeah. Weird. As if it's in the middle of casting a spell. Yes. So it should be glowing anyway. Yes. Uh, so it's in the, it's it's kind of it's bent over, hunched over, about the height of a five foot hunched over tiefling. Okay. Looks like it's casting a spell. Okay. And the, it's a wisdom saving throw of what is the DC? A successful intelligence check of eighteen. Ooh. Okay. It makes sense that its invisibility would have dropped because it's casting a spell. Scrying a circle on the floor. So you, you create this illusion, and as the devils are making their way towards the staircase, you see them all kind of stop. They kind of look at each other, and they kind of point. One of them points off towards that rubbled corner, if you will. And uh, you can't make out what they're saying, but it seems as though they've agreed that, hey... If Loviath is just right here, mm-hmm. maybe this is an easy thing to do. Because who wants to go down into the catacombs? No one. Plus, you know, as the gate's continuing to grow, and now it's beginning to, you know, take buildings with it. It makes people a little nervous to spend too much time here. So they uh, alter their course and begin to um, make their way around the staircase and begin climbing over the rubble to make their way back to where the second they divert from. path, I start doing like a dwarven power walk, going towards the towards the stairs. Are any of you going to stealth? Yeah, we should all be stealthing. Okay. Totally, I'm totally stealthing. So you two are stealthing, and Baron is walking really fast. Okay, I'll, I'll stealthily walk really fast. Okay, yeah, give me some stealth checks. Twenty-four. Twelve. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So Aspen. You're climbing over the rubble and kind of sticking to the shadows and you're moving at odd angles to them to kind of keep rubble between you. You make it to the steps and you begin to make your way down. Erok, you kind of follow in Aspen's footsteps, moving where Aspen moves, climbing over things and and hiding behind rubble and moving in odd ways, zigzagging through the rubble. You begin to make your way down the steps. Baron, you you start power walking, right? You're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. And you realize that's making a lot of noise, so then you kind of stop for a second, and uh, you start trying to sneak. The problem is, is that there's just a lot of rubble on the ground, mm-hmm. and so you're hitting rocks, and you know Clank. your armor's clanking up against things, and your sheep clanks up against that, and your hammer takes this as an opportunity to begin telling you how much he uh, hates Plague Mort. Yeah. It's just not going your way. Oh, devils! We can kill them! <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh! And as you're walking along and you get right up to the edge of the stairs and you begin to make your way down the stairs and as you are at the top of the stairs, beginning to make your way down, you see one of the devils turns around and sees you. And it kind of turns around and he turns squarely directly towards you and you see this kind of look on his face of like, what are you doing? And I point back at the door and I go, oh my god, helpless children! And then I duck into the door, <laughs> put my hands on the side and cast Stone Shape to completely seal the passage off. Okay. In a five foot thick All stone. Right. You uh, kind of yell, you know, look at the children! <laughs> and you go diving down this flight of stairs. 
crashing into Aspen and E-Rock, who were still kind of sneaking down the stairs. Uh, landing on top of them, you kind of turn around at the opening and you cast Stone Shape, sealing up this um, hole. And you can hear from the other side of this five-foot-thick piece of stone, these clank, clank. Oh, good, no kids. No kids, eh? I don't even think that's a tiefling. <laughs> if you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. All right, now you find yourselves in this dark stairwell, the bottom of this dark stairwell, and it opens out into what looks like a dirt mound. It's covered in blood and gore and viscera. Ugh. And you see a, on the wall, painted in blood, a variety of evil symbols. In the middle of this mound of dirt, you see a stone altar of some kind. And you can tell that the, the stone itself has been stained by the amount of sacrifices. That I say, gross, and turn around and undo the stone. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> You see piles of bones littering the corners oh, so many of the rooms. And on the other side of the room, you see a small arched doorway. Is that where we don't see any demons? I don't see any demons here. I go, hold up. Do we just need to, like, do we need to get her? Do we need her dead? Like, we need to know what she did. We think she's the one that did something with the temple. Yeah. So we need information. We know that those uh, those demons made their way down here already, yeah? Yeah, and those, those guys are, are anti-her. She's working for the, the guys that we just blocked out. Okay. You believe. We believe she's working for them. So I'm going I'm, I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. So I I walk in for uh, uh, Aspen and Baron. <clears throat> I go, one second, friends. And I turn around, and I pull my robe up a little bit to where my butt's showing. <laughs> I, I don't think this is the time. <laughs> no, it'll be worth it. Hold on. And I just start squeezing. And then you hear... <laughs> and at that moment, an invisible stalker oh my Lord. appears. As I casted this at level well, six. they don't appear because they're invisible. Well, it's I a mean, silent he's the deadly stalker. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my punchline! Oh, no. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so I fire. That's what he means by master of portals. <laughs> An invisible stalker appears. It is appearing currently. Okay. Uh, so you see the air swirling around it. <laughs> I look completely crestfallen. <laughs> oh, there'll be no glory in this. <laughs> okay, so then I look at it and I go, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> it kind of nods at me. I explain the demons that are currently hunting, and I say, that is your prey. Enjoy. Go for it. All right. Go forth and slay. All right. It immediately uh, takes off through that doorway, that little arch doorway. And I go, okay, uh, let's just find her now. I think the demons should have a handful. I look at you and I say, ooh. What? 
And then I step off. How else do you bring an air <laughs> elemental here, Baron? <laughs> didn't know that you had a minion that yeah, I didn't inside know. you. Oh, yeah, Wizard Baron over here yeah. apparently knows how to summon <laughs> elementals suddenly. I, I would never have guessed that one. That's wow. what, yeah. I mean, I did learn from Thunderspells, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a reason they called him Thunderspells. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope that, I hope that wasn't it. <laughs> and so the air elemental just went towards that passageway? Yep. And we're just going to follow behind. Oh, it's off. It's it's a hunter. So it is off, and its sole purpose is to kill those demons right oh, now. Oh, yeah. It's a hunter-seeker. <laughs> <laughs> so I start ca- cautiously walking through the room, okay. and I guess doing my best perception to make sure that there's just not anything here. Okay, see. give me a perception check. I mean, I, I would highly suggest five. anyone else do this. Ooh, I just rolled a net 20. Oh, wow. So, 22. 32. Seen some good rolls tonight. 18. 18. And you, Bear? 22. 22, nice. Uh, yeah, so as you're walking through, you, you don't see that there are any other creatures or there are any other entrances. You also don't see any other secret entrances. But you notice as Baron walks through the space that the blood on the walls... Men dare don't let anything sneak up on me. <laughs> the blood on the walls <laughs> kind of begins to pull off the walls a little bit. Gross. In the direction of Baron. So as Baron walks through the space, it's it's like, it's like if someone had a eat him. had a magnet for blood, and the, it just kind of moves towards him a little bit. Not more than an inch off the wall, but kind of in like little tendrils. So it just looks like instead of dripping down, mm-hmm. it's dripping this kind of yeah, kind of stretches out more about an inch. And there's plenty of this space is about eighty feet round. Okay. So you don't have to be anywhere near the walls, but. It does kind of give you the creeps, Baron, because it, it seems as though all of these symbols and all this stuff is kind of alive, and it senses your lawful and your goodness and your devotion to the light and to Moradin, and it, you get the sense that it would love to consume you. Nom, 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 nom. Gross blood. Gross blood. I go, and you thought my fart was gross. Yeah, maybe you should collect some of this stuff. Mm. No. Okay. I don't think that's how it works. No? <laughs> yeah, it's I'd gross, and you're powerful and gross. Yeah, I figure, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way towards the entrance. And uh, who, who got there first? Who's going down first? Who's in the lead? I guess I'll go down first. Yeah, I think that's a wise idea. All right, not far inside this door, uh, you see a staircase. Not far... <laughs> <laughs> You see a spiral staircase leading down. I guess we should go. Yep. Only way down. Let's hope that air elemental does its job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did. My ears perked up. I'm waiting okay. for, what is that? Gross! Did you do that? It's, it's not actually, green air. No, it's literally killing me. <laughs> <laughs> You're overreacting. It wasn't that bad. No, I'm dying. <laughs> You begin to make your way down the spiral staircase, and as you do, you notice that the air takes on a foul aroma. Until finally, you make your way to the bottom of the staircase, and it opens up into a small room, 10 feet by 10 feet, with a small little passage that looks as though it is a crumbled part of stone that leads into another room. Down here, you can smell sulfur mm. and it ham 
It's yeah, like it's, a hammy sulfur. Yeah, it, it, it smells atrocious. Uh, it smells like rotting flesh. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not my fight. <laughs> the the, the elementals obviously passed this way. <laughs> it smells like rotting flesh down here, and you also notice that it is pitch dark. Your skin uh, becomes ir- becomes irritated, and you can feel a slight burning sensation. Uh-oh. We, we gotta start moving. I don't like being down here. If someone would like to give me an intelligence nature check, you might be able to figure out why that is. Nineteen. Nineteen. Aspen, you think about it for a second, and you realize that the air down here is filled with some kind of gas that is reacting poorly you that your skin and your lungs and your eyes are all reacting poorly to it. causes the corner of your eyes to burn. It burns in your throat. It's got it really bad ventilation. Skin. Not a very good thing. I think we need to keep moving. Yes, let's keep going forward. Okay. Now, it's pitch black down here, so how do you want to navigate? Uh, with my everybody has dark, dark vision. vision. Okay. So it's still, uh, with dark vision, it still makes it dim down here but not nearly as dark, as it were. Depending upon how they word this. No, that's a minute. Never mind. Okay. Uh, You make your way through the sort of passage that has been chipped away at, at this sort of stone wall to find that you are now in another room, 10 feet wide and 15 feet long. And you can see at one end of the room, it kind of slopes away from you, and water has collected form what looks like a shallow pool that runs into this archway. The archway itself is 5 feet wide and about 4 feet high. So we come through this passageway, uh-huh. it gets stinky, we come into this room. Yep. And in the uh, northeast corner, you see, as the room dips away from you, you see a pool of water has collected and seems to run underneath an archway that is four feet high in the wall. Oh, like a channel? Yeah. That might be the case. And it's crossing the whole floor? No, it's, it's just collecting at the one at the lowest end of the room, in oh, the okay, northeast okay. corner, where the archway is. So it's ten feet wide, maybe the four feet over there? Yeah. Okay. Four or five feet. I would like to perceptify. She is a sort. She is some sort of like sorcerer person, so she might have like secret doors or something. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. The only thing about this room that is interesting is the things you already know, the way okay. you came, and the archway that seems to lead elsewhere. No secret doors, guys. Guess we just keep moving. Seems like it. Uh, what does the water look like? The water is dark. And smells incredibly foul. Putrid. Uh, I don't like that. I take my short bow and I just like kind of lob a little arrow okay. into the nearest end of the water. The water is shallow uh, in this room, so you hear it clink against the stone and then it comes to rest in the water. And I don't see Seem- any like fizzing or bubbling or no. acidity. Doesn't seem to be affected in any way. Okay. Looks safe. Could have thrown a stone or something. Uh, if it hasn't done anything, I'm just going to grab it when we walk by. Typical rogue. Showing up. Showing up everyone else. 
Well, Baron doesn't have any more ball bearings, so... <laughs> That's true. I gave them to a noble cause. Metal <laughs> for... They, mm-hmm. made, they made fishing hooks. <laughs> for fish that don't exist Into on that plane. Into a long canyon. <laughs> Fishing for bones. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, uh, let's go through the archway. Okay. Uh, you climb... Thankfully, we're all short. <laughs> yeah. You walk down into the water, and as soon as you walk into the water, you see that it is really quite horrible. I need everybody to give me a constitution saving throw, please. Mm-hmm. Is this... What type of saving? Constitution saving throw? Yeah. 20. Versus poison damage. Okay. 20. 20. Nicely done. 22. Okay. You're on? 21. 21. All right. So you all take eight points of poison damage. So is this water the entire channel, like the entire hallway? Yeah. And you all officially have the poisoned condition for the next minute. Did you take our halves off for dwarven resilience? Or is eight... Eight's the half that you get from the saving throw. From having a successful saving throw. And then four more, half again for dwarven resilience. But poisoned. But poisoned for a minute. The water seems to have uh, kind of an oily film on the top of it. What about my poisoner's kit? Is there anything in my poisoner's kit? I think you should scoop some of this up. That I can use to unpoison us? No. Or resist us, poison us? No, but um, Baron does have a pretty good idea. Scoop it up? It's doing this to you. I mean, I have a lot of poison that I don't use. So maybe you don't need more. So maybe I don't need more. All right, you continue to make your way under the arch, and you see that the arch is only about five feet wide. And as you walk under the arch, the water gets deeper and deeper until finally you find yourselves up to your chests in it. You exit out from underneath the archway to find yourself in what looks to be a dilapidated or crumbling sort of sewer, like a waterlogged tunnel heading off to the north. You see uh, a waterlogged tunnel heading off directly in front of you to the east. Again, it's dark. The air burns, and the water is foul. You have two directions that you can go. You can go to the north, or you can continue in the direction that you are heading, which is east. Does there seem to be a difference in elevation between either of those directions? Not that you can tell at this time. (laughs) Just as far as our sight can see, which is like probably 60 feet from us. Yeah, and remember that it only makes it dim light down. And we just see the water being the same as far as we can see in each direction. Is there any current or anything, or is it all stagnant? There's no real current that you can feel moving by you. Okay. So let us all be as quiet as church mice and stick our ears to the north and the east and roll perception. Mostly you two. <laughs> I walk to the east door. Huh? You guys hear anything? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a door. They're passageways. Like you're in a junction. Yeah, we're, we're basically like we're in a sewer. Yep. Yeah. And the sewer either keeps going, and now there's a new T that came yep. up. You guys kind of walked into this junction. Okay. Twenty-eight. Five. <laughs> okay. I will also try to listen. <laughs> you're going east. You're following E Rock. Is hey, that why you can't listen? Because you're talking in his oh, ear. Oh, six. No, two. Sorry, two. 
I can't hear anything when you guys, you're talking, Bear. Look, let's all be quiet. <laughs> Just keep it down, man. <laughs> all right, so uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledee, I mean, uh, E-Rock and Baron, you don't hear anything. In the east. Uh, coming from the east. And Aspen, uh, all you hear is uh, the gurgling of water uh, from the north. Poopy logs bumping up against Does the Does it smell as bad as it's been smelling? Everywhere smells as bad as it smells. Okay, so I walk over to the dwarves. And I get uh, 22. 22? Yeah. Okay, you can kind of make out the gurgling. It's tough to make out details over them bickering. Mm-hmm. But do I see anything? No. It looks the same. This side doesn't look any different from the north. I can hear the gurgling better over there, but I don't know if it's just because you two are being so loud. So we ain't we any meaning, any meaning, mining. Should we split up? Oh yeah, we should split up. No. Every good D and D party knows that it's essential to split the party. Essential to split the party. Well, let's just keep going east. Uh, assuming you said, oh, I just heard water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we just hear water, let's maybe... Let's go in the direction we're already pointed? Yeah. Okay, I guess we're heading east. Okay. Uh, you make your way east, and as you do, you see that there's been little sort of alcoves carved out of the rock. You notice there are places where it looked like people uh, at one point might have actually engineered a sewer. But over the countless time that Plagmort has been here, that the shifting of the rock, the very chaotic nature of the ground in which it sits has shifted in, in, and moved in such a fashion that what structures people had created down here are deformed and crumbly and askew. You see little alcoves as you pass. And as you make your way down this passageway, it's time for another Constitution saving throw. Hey, Erog, Master of Planes. And time and, and space. time and space. Yes. Do you think it's profound that in all your travels, through all the different dimensions and realities and, and, and just spellbinding things... Well, Master of Planes is a new title. Only just because we just got... I think it's know. good, though. But do you think it's interesting that everybody poops? It's a very deep thought you had, Darren. I think so. I... I <laughs> Some I think this is something you should take up with Morda, not me, though. Do you think it's... <laughs> do you think there's, like... Ex- I rolled a ex- five. Poop? <laughs> Roll a five. Okay. Oh, <laughs> you fall, and your mouth is open when you fall. <laughs> Ew! Ugh! <laughs> 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 Ooh, this is so good. Aspen, you take 17 points of poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> Ew! <laughs> I hand you um, a small tin. <laughs> they're mar- they're called Morden mints, <laughs> and uh, they're you... used after communion because for communion we don't spread. It's sort of a fermented uh, paste. <laughs> and you Body continue Morden. your poisoned condition. Yes, I imagine I would. Seventeen points. I've also added nausea to my list. Yes. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Uh, you as well take half of 17. Okay. Because of your resistance. And Baron, you take half of 9. <sighs> and you all are still poisoned. That stuff just soaked right into you. Yeah. As you make your way further down the passage, you notice that you come to what looks to be kind of a mound of garbage and filth. And you can see beyond the mound that the passage you are following splits the northeast and the southeast, and in the middle is this mound 
of filth, and on top of this mound of filth, you see a horrid creature. Several of them, to be precise. Living here? Yes. In the sewers of the abyss? <laughs> In the sewers of Plague Mort. I it's literally a shit golem. Yeah, it's a shit golem. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't imagine a worse place. <laughs> you see six of these creatures look like this. Ooh, what are they? Looks like a a a deformed and rotting elf. <sighs> with a bloated stomach. Long, bloody claws for hands. Ew. And it sees you. If I were to ask you if something's undead, could I know that? I, I would ask for you to give me a religion or arcana check if you had a question about it. If it is obviously an undead, I would tell you. Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like bones. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's probably. It sees you, and it one of them screeches in abyssal. There's two? There's six. There's six? 23? Would you tell me if it was undead? It is not undead. Okay. It's, it's unfortunate. <laughs> it is unfortunate. It's definitely evil. Okay. It screeches in abyssal. Yeah, do I know abyssal? Anybody speak that? No way. One second. <laughs> God, and I just take the hammer and whack myself in the head <laughs> and cast tongues. You okay. cast tongues on yourself and you hear... Oh, fresh flesh, come down to us. I say, oh, there's no talking ourselves out of this one, and I throw my hammer at it. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero. Heroes not included.